Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly battling anxiety, depression, and an eating disorder. So it was a lot. I'm Victoria Garrick, former Division I athlete, mental health advocate, and host of RealPod. Every Wednesday, I sit down with celebrities, athletes, entrepreneurs, and more to talk about the inner thoughts and feelings that we're all struggling with. So leave the filters and facetunes at the door and join me on RealPod. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. And today joining me, longtime friend through, God, I guess just the industry. I don't even know how long, but he is fabulous beyond words. He's been on my radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, a million and one times. But this is his first time on Taste of Taylor. And, oh, he's got some tea to spill today, honey. Some stories to tell. Also, he's the author of a fabulous cookbook. It's called Basic Bitchin'. Joey Scladini, welcome to the podcast. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, boy. Hi. This is so long overdue. BT dubs. <laughs> I, I just sometimes I forget who I've had on where, you know, but you're right. It is long overdue. Yeah, I get Especially it. Especially now, honey, that you are an author. Excuse me, excuse you, excuse us. I mean, pardon my resume, but <laughs> yeah, it's been quite the, the year for me. <laughs> Joey and I met years ago at Series X and Radio. Yes. He actually, we may have crossed paths when you were a publicist, correct? Probably, yeah, because we did actually. When I booked, uh, it was a show I was working on, My Crazy Obsession. Oh my God. And remember the Cabbage Patch couple we had yes, on I your do. show when you were yes, back I with did. Cosmo? Yes, I do. And I was like, <laughs> what is this fucking interview? <laughs> the best interview ever. You're welcome. <laughs> no. <laughs> Taylor, though, the gag of them. So they, basically, to give people some context, there was a yeah, show sure. where people are obsessed with things on TLC. Shocking. And yeah. they were obsessed with Cabbage Patch Kids. They had, like, millions. And it's actually kind of adorable slash creepy. And as a way to thank me for, um, for booking all of this stuff for them, they're like, oh, my gosh, we're going to send you a Cabbage Patch Kid that totally reminds us of you. No. So I'm 
he's going to be this like adorable little, you know, dark brown hair, blue eyed little boy. No, it was a redhead in literally the gayest vest <laughs> I've ever seen. Where's the gayest cabbage patch doll that we Listen. have in the thousands that we own? Like oh if God. this doll could talk, he would be stereotypically gay. He'd have a lisp. He'd be carrying a purse. I'm like, oh, cool. Thank you, guys. Like, you're welcome. In case you can't tell, Joey's also gay. <laughs> what? What, bro? <laughs> Okay, so I, that's how we, I guess we first met, but it was a really official. So my old producer at Sirius, who I adore, Katie, shout out to Katie. Hey, she hey. is obsessed with Joey and she was like, you guys will be great together. And at that time you were like doing, you would transition from PR to like celebrity gossip. Yeah, so I was a TV editor before I went into food and travel and lifestyle. So right. I was giving you the gossip on you celebrities, were. which you was were always spilling the tea, which you're actually here to do today. But it's in coordination with now like your food journey that you're yeah. on. So from PR to gossip to now food, which I love you in food. It's my, it, it, it's, it's your space. I love me in food too. Because <laughs> food is fabulous. Like the, here are the things that make me horny. Real estate. Yes. Designer bags. Okay. Food. Legit. <laughs> Zara. <laughs> Zara. <laughs> Yeah, I guess food, travel, expensive things, and guys who break my heart. (laughs) That's what turns you on? That's what turns me on, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) So I love that you're in food, but I also love the way that you're in food because food can historically be boring. Yes. Like, we all love Barefoot Contessa. We do. Uh, a bitch will put me to sleep. If I need a nappy nap, I'm watching that channel. I love sure. it though. Yeah. But like you bring like pizzazz and fun and a little, you, you bring glitter to food, honey. You well, know, that was the goal because there are so many shows that are too aspirational. So many cookbooks that are too aspirational. Yes. Bitch, I chop garlic like I'm wearing Sally's press-on nails. I am not here, to, you know, coming in hot saying I'm the next Ina Garden. Do I want to be the next Ina Garden? Hell yeah. Do I want to be one of her Hampton gays? Hell yeah. And just make tablescapes all day. But I'm not going to be. So that's the exact mentality I had going into this book. I want to make cooking approachable and fun because it's not approachable and fun for most of us. It's no. boring. It's stressful. And I flipped the script a little bit, so. So Joey's book is out, people. You can get it. It's called Basic Bitchin'. He is one of my favorite recipes of all time. And we're going to share some recipes today because, in you know, I mean, listen, we're in a quarantine. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know if people are really going to be doing Thanksgiving the way that they've done it before. Yeah. But, like, let's say you're looking for a little last-minute something-something to throw on the table with, like, you and your significant other and, like, that weird cousin that you had to let come to Thanksgiving this year, you know, because, <laughs> like, he's perpetually solo and she's like please let me come i can't do thanksgiving alone i've been doing this entire quarantine alone so we're gonna give uh, or joe is gonna give some little like last minute like things that you can bring yeah. to really wow all three of you at the thanksgiving table this thanksgiving. <laughs> well if aunt karen's there we got to keep her happy so oh yes she'll write a fucking yelp review about your thanksgiving probably be zero stars <laughs> <laughs> Let me speak to the manager. Let me speak to the publisher. <laughs> uh, and what I also love too with Joey is like he has insane contacts, but like he also, because he's worked in PR so much, like he can really read the situation. And that's the thing about this entertainment industry that we have both 
psychotically decided to wrap our lives around because it is a Mm -hmm. fucked up industry. Yeah. But you really like, when I need someone to translate what's going on, like Joey Scladani is the boo to go to. Like you, you really, you are fluent. Well, I mean, I, I like to dissect things. And, uh, if I was, if I were to have gone to medical school, I probably would have been a plastic surgeon. So instead of dissecting bodies, (laughs) I'm dissecting PR entertainment situations. But it's got to be interesting because, like, you know the PR side. You know the behind-the-scenes yeah. side. But now yeah. you're on the talent side. It's so cray. I, It is cray. So speaking <laughs> of that, so you were yeah. recently on your, like, in, in terms of promoting your book. And when you come out with a book, you're you're on a book tour or a promo tour for how long, Joey? In perpetuity, like honestly. Like, <laughs> because cookbooks are evergreen. And yes. if an opportunity arises, I'm taking full advantage of it. And now we're in the holidays. So, you know, people want for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for all of them. You want, you know, a little, how to cook a little something, something at home that's doable. You need a little ho, ho, ho. (laughs) And I'm all three. (laughs) So you recently got asked to go on Wendy Williams. Sure did. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the thing too. You're so shady. I love you. But this is the thing is that, like, I feel like for our friends and our family members and like people that have like followed us like on Instagram or listened to us for years in the radio or whatever, like when, when our people see us on like shows like that, they fucking lose their mind. They're freaking oh. out. But there is another side. There's another you, story to be told. You think I was when you're actually on set. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah, no, people go crazy. And I will say, I actually was the, I have to give credit. Um, my first advice for anyone going into this industry is to never burn a bridge. And never. Because, never, because you don't know who knows who, who's going to help you out years later. Years ago, I was, I actually started my PR career in talk. So I was with Maury, oh. Steve Wilkos, Jerry Springer, daytime talk. Wait, who was the shadiest of them all? They actually all weren't shady. They were just such professionals and were just in and out. Really? Like every, think about it. They have to tape so many shows that you have to just be I like, honestly don't know how it works. Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh. Sometimes they were shooting like three shows in a day, which is Ugh, insanity. Exhausting. It's exhausting. So you have no other choice but to be on your A game. It's, it's literally just like a laundry cycle for them. You know exactly what you're doing. It's clockwork. Like they were just super professional. And actually Jerry Springer, one of the smartest people I've ever worked with in my entire life. He was like mayor of Philadelphia. He went to Northwestern, uh, self-plug. What? Um, yeah, he, I think for law school. Yeah, he's a genius. Shut up. Really? He, yeah, but that's why he's so successful because he knew kind of a, a space in television that he could flourish in. And that was crazy ass people, you know, with, with problems that he can kind of judge and Probably <laughs> a little the bit. understatement of the year problems. <laughs> Those people's lives and stories were just, I mean, I know, but, <laughs> but so the head of audience is now the audience director for Wendy. And Incredible. she's like, Oh my gosh, have you thought about going on Wendy? And I was like, Obvi, like she's her audience yeah. is a perfect demo. It's women, it's they're, they're like fun, they're yeah. really caught up with pop culture. So 
yes, it was something that we pitched and I worked with Simon & Schuster's publicity team. They couldn't get it. So I was like, okay, hi, I'm going through my friend. And she just pitched the the book during a meeting. And then I took things- Pitch the bitch. It was called basic pitching. (laughs) (laughs) Basic pitching. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, that's how it started. It, wow. It, yeah. So it was kind of fun because I did get to play the role of publicist a little bit because right. I pitched myself and I sent her everything. And then I worked with the producer to be like, oh, we can do X, Y, and Z. It's going to be fabulous. And yeah. So here's the other thing with talk shows like a Wendy Williams, right? Or even like a Today Show, GMA, the whole shebang. The segments are so tight, you guys. It's oh unbelievable. Yeah. And I've always, so Tay and I have a really good friend. His name is Matt Abdu. He works for Pig Beach and he's always on the Today Show. Mm-hmm. But when we, so we watch because it's exciting, you know? However, it blows my mind how fast those, like, I think you what, get four and a half minutes? Legitimate, you hit the nail on the head. It was four and a half minutes. It was supposed yep. to be five. And then we actually cut a dish after commercial because she went over in her interview before that. Right. That's just live television. That shit yes. happens all the time. But all the time. obviously as someone who is the cook and has to rush through it and you've memorized a process, so stressful because you're like, oh, even something as small as a transition, like one dish to the next, if that's completely cut, eliminated, it makes you rethink the entire process. And you're just like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? So I blacked also, out. Cooking under, cooking under pressure is like, I mean- you should see how long it, make, yeah. it, it takes me to cook dinner. It takes me about two to three hours every single night. Cooking under pressure and not being a professional chef. Right. <laughs> so right. it's like I'm sitting there in a, a blazer, not an apron, a fucking blazer. <laughs> because I'm more concerned about being cute and getting like my little cute smiles and little winks in. Not about jokes. Yeah, my little jokes. Think not about, that. oh, I need to, um, you know, shave this truffle on top of the macaroni. I'm more concerned about the way I look. So imagine also having two completely different priorities. There's uh, like, you're spinning so many plates. It's beyond. You're like, look good. Be funny. Be adorable. Get yeah. the recipe down. Don't yeah. mess things up. And all the while, fielding yeah. so many questions from Wendy. So many. Also trying to find a future husband who may be tuning in. Like there's so much going on. <laughs> okay, so tell us about the experience. So were you like, when you you booked it, you were excited, but then were you immediately nervous or were you like, I've got this? Immediately nervous. Taylor, I literally, so this was, I've done cooking stuff before. Most of them have been taped. I did a couple live ones, smaller Tape is different because you can fuck up and like, it. it, it, it yes. I mean, the people, the crew doesn't love when you fuck up. Like it's not ideal, <laughs> but it's, okay. It's not the end of the world. You have that security of knowing, you may not be invited back, but you have the security of knowing that they can edit things in post. Wendy, no, everything's live. And um, yeah, you know, I was so nervous beforehand. I actually think I want to start taking beta blockers. No, don't. No, don't. (laughs) Really? And and, and, and I want you to tell your version because I watched it. You Uh sent it to me and I watched it. And I was like talking Joey off a ledge afterwards. But like, I think this is so important because it's unbelievable in this industry too, how like when you are the talent, your gut is always like so off, so yes. off. So like, don't, don't you dare take a beta blocker because you are adorable and full of just spirit and spunk. And you cannot, you cannot take that magic away. So continue. Uh, I just want to take a little bit of the magic away. No, uh, no. <laughs> like a, nerves a mean you work. care. <laughs> nerves, the, getting nervous means you care. That's what, that's how that's I have to always true. think about it. Because before, it's, 
when I was the, on tour with stuff, yeah. we would get so nervous. And we were like, we can't sustain a week straight of nerves. Like this is like, it's unlivable, literally. Yeah. And eventually the nerves like to that degree subside, but like we were always a little bit nervous, like right before you go on stage and it, you get to a point where you're like, this is actually, it's good. It's part of the process. There's pro athletes that vomit for every single game. Yeah, true. It was just debilitating for me though, leading into it I because I over How many days? It. How many so days? I, she confirmed about five days before, but I had to take a COVID test, you know, leading into it. So if I was positive, then there was, I wasn't doing the segment. Was um, a part of you like, be positive? A little bit. Yeah. I was like, cool. I was like, you know what, Corona, if there's any time that you want to pull through and infect me, now's the time. <laughs> so, That's the other um, thing. We spent our whole careers waiting for the big break. And then when you get it, you're like, ah, why do I want this? I don't want to do this. It's, yeah. so it's crazy. But, um, and at first it was supposed to be a drink segment. We were going to do uh, mocktails. Oh, much easier. So much easier. I was like, <laughs> oh, this will be so great. And then all of a sudden I wake up to an email that was just all food. And I immediately went to my bathroom and chat because my stomach dropped. And I was like, Joey has a pooping nice. problem. I have pooping problems. This definitely escalated them to, <laughs> you know, gastro levels. Like I needed to go see my gastro. And, but I was like, I can do this. I wrote the freaking book. I know these recipes. It's right. just, you visualize how you're going to translate it for television. And honestly, that's why Wendy's staff is so amazing because they do all that work for you. They're like, oh, here's what we'll have pre-made. This is the steps that you'll do. They do that for you. It's, it's oh, awesome. That's incredible. It's great. The producer's fabulous. The food stylist, I believe his name's Kevin. Fantastic. He's a genius. He, but that's his job. You know, he's right. got to make food for television. And he makes everything look good, too. But... um. Yeah. So I, I practiced, I like, <laughs> I made all the recipes again, leading into it. I also cut out pieces of paper with all of the ingredients that I knew were going to be on the table and literally would run through the segment in my mind and like put the pieces of paper in the pot. And like, now I'm adding carrots. <laughs> you are so cute. I, I am even. a freak of nature. But no, that's how you, that's how you deliver. You practice. Yeah. Impressed. You practice. Well, practicing kind of goes out the window <laughs> when it's live television and it's Wendy because Wendy is unpredictable. That's Very. her brand. That's, yes. her, that's her gig. She likes to ask personal questions. She likes to uh, spill the tea. Spill the and tea. the first thing, so the rehearsal, I should mention, went amazing. We You do a rehearsal with the producer. It's like they said it's rare that you know they you blow through it one time and get it right. I did. I was like, oh yeah, I've got this. It's amazing. I, I'm I'm here to win it. And then <laughs> so I go to the segment and I'm like, okay, I'm ready, I think. And the first thing Wendy says is a story apparently about me. When I was Mama June's publicist, yes. I, I did publicity publicity for Honey Boo Boo that when I brought Mama June to the show, I screamed to Wendy that I was her personal chef. And um, like, I like, said, so, I'll be back like Mama, So like Mama, so you went with Mama June as her publicist. She was yeah. on the show. And then as she was leaving, exiting, you were like, by the way, Wendy, I'm her personal chef. Yes. I'll be back. That's literally the story that Wendy told. That Wendy told the first five seconds I was on. So yeah, me, that was that, it was like your intro, if you will. Literally my intro. That didn't happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I... I, okay, A, I was like 25 when I was Mama June's publicist. 
I was making lean cuisines. I was not cooking. So A. B, I would never want to take ownership of a woman whose diet consists of skeddy, which is spaghetti and butter, and roadkill. That is not something I would be proud of and scream to the rooftops. Um, but I get, I get it because also Wendy has a million guests on. I'm sure Mama June's been on the show since I represented her. And right. maybe she was with someone, you know, and, and she, listen, Wendy's interviewed thousands of people. Yes. So I just took it as a side. I corrected her because in the moment I was like, oh, I don't want to be known as Mama June's chef. That's not my brand. Plus also, but also you're like, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. So then I was thrown because I'm just like, and so now. We're already, so make- we're starting something that's already stressful. You've been practicing yes. with your little fucking torn up pieces of paper. And yeah. now you're freaking out because you're like, that story's not true. I just told Wendy it's not true. Does Wendy believe me? And like, we're talking people, he's like, he's got now four minutes and 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it is, you're under a time crunch. So it's like, you yeah. barely have time to do what you're there to do, let alone field falsehoods. Yeah. <laughs> and producers holding posters that tell you to move on to the next dish. So by that point, it's already saying macaroni and that's the last recipe. <laughs> like shit so i just like soup 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 is first let's remind her we're here to make soup i didn't even say broccoli cheddar i'm just like i'm here with soup <laughs> there's a part where she goes like this tastes like there's potatoes in here and you're like huh that's weird there's no potatoes and i thought what kind of soup is he making <laughs> so uh I, but I didn't think of it when I was watching it. Like, I wasn't like, he fucked up. He didn't no. say the soup. But then you were like, yeah, well, it's it, yeah. it's uh, it's cheddar, it's broccoli cheddar. So, and I was yeah. like, oh, that sounds delicious. I mean, that's the thing about Wendy. That's her brand. Like, you don't know what she's going to ask. You don't know what she's going to say. That's why we love her because she's so off the cuff her. and you're like, okay. It is why we love her. But I can only imagine how stressful it is when you are like her, me, you know, yeah. her foil. Like, like, like you're like, you're playing a game of, uh, backgammon or tennis if you will you know it's like there's a back and forth and when the the first ball hit in your corner is like what what are you talking about yeah. i mean the game can get thrown off i was like i didn't prepare for this so then <laughs> i i felt like maybe i was coming off as too defensive and when i get nervous i i go super bug-eyed like everyone knew i was nervous in that moment because i was like like, how do I respond to this? And I, I just, my eyes were like the size of my head. And I just was then like, okay, focus on the recipe, focus on the recipe. So I got through the soup, felt good about it. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm hitting all my talking points. I went through every single ingredient. You did. And then we get to the more like, so where do you live? And I'm like, me? <laughs> what? And then I'm also like, do I want to reveal where I live? How specific? Do I say New York? If I say New York, is that me having an attitude? It's like, duh, New York, I'm here. So then I was like, do I say my neighborhood or is that too specific with personal details? So I was just like, how's kitchen? By the way, all of this internal dialogue is going on in split seconds, people. It's split seconds on live television as I'm also cooking. So again, I didn't eat anything that day because I would have had to wear Depends. I would have shot myself straight up. <laughs> Straight up, Taylor. I would have been sitting in a pile of my own shit for four and a half minutes. So um, you so, do the segment. What's up? You do the segment. You wrap the segment. Yeah. And then but how do you left feel? out one important detail? What? After she asked where I lived, she apparently asked if I had a boyfriend. He did. And I 
genuinely did not hear her at all at all and that's why i said what's that you know because i just i blacked out i completely and then she was just out. like she was like how you doing mac and cheese <laughs> she was so into the mac and cheese like she asked you a yeah. question and then she was just like honestly even if you answered her she wouldn't have heard you because she was so into that truffle mac and she cheese she loved that mac and cheese and also if we go to recipes at the end which we're going to do yeah. mac and cheese i was going to say but um yeah she's she loved the mac and cheese and after the segment wrap that's the first thing that came out of her mouth is this mac and cheese is so good i was like oh, you're welks she also, was in I'm it go she was having myself. a moment with, with yeah. she was having a moment with she her she loved it this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Tradesy. Ooh, how I love Tradesy. Want to know why? Because I love pretties. I love designer things. But I also don't like spending a fortune on retail. Enter Tradesy. Tradesy is an online resale marketplace where women buy and also, aha, sell luxury designer fashions. This is also why I love Tradesy. So not only do I go there to purchase, but I have a rule in my house. And it's if you want a new pretty, you got to get rid of an old pretty. So, you know, something that I have from like five years ago, I like it, but like I love something new more. So I just sell the old one on Tradesy. I get that money and then I get my new pretty and I'm like, oh my God, it's like I spent no money. Yet I got brand new designer digs. A yes, please. Speaking of designer, on trades, you can save up to 90% off of retail prices on designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Chanel, oh, my favorite, Louboutin, Bottega, and so much more. And also, I don't know if you know this, but you can shop, of course, pre-loved designer handbags, accessories, shoes, and clothing, but you can also shop new. Yeah, they hook it up. Retail is for suckers. Are we suckers people? No, we are not. That's why we use Tradesy. Also, I love this. There's no fake shit on Tradesy. I get super paranoid when I'm buying, you know, designer stuff because I'm like, but is it like a knockoff? Uh-uh, not with Tradesy. No fake shit. Every item on Tradesy is authenticated, so you'll always get what you paid for or your money back. Speaking of money back, you can enjoy fair, simple, and stress-free returns at Tradesy. You don't like it, you don't keep it. Buyers can return most any item for any reason and get Tradesy site credit. And trust me, <laughs> you're going to use that credit. Literally, I can't even go on the website without getting something. The stuff is just so good and so delicious. And also, I love it's like, especially when it's pre-owned, you're like getting access to stuff that like you could not even get in the stores anymore. And people keep their shit in nice condition. I'm telling you, I recently had a purchase. Ooh, it's so good. It was actually... It's a Christmas gift for my girlfriend and she edits this podcast. So I can't go into too many details um, because I don't want to ruin the surprise. But oh my God, I got her the best thing in the world. And she's going to, when it came, I was like, it's pristine. I nearly died. I couldn't believe it. Tradesy, I bow down. Y'all, what are you waiting for? Join over 7 million members. That's a lot of people who buy and also sell luxury fashion at Tradesy. And also at Tradesy, they have real people ready to help answer your questions. You can literally pick up the phone and call them. I'm telling you, it's fantastic. Visit tradesy.com and save $50, $50 on your purchase of $200 or more with code Taylor at checkout. Of course, I'm hooking you up with the code, okay? T-A-Y-L-O-R at checkout. And you go to tradesy.com. That's T-R-A-D-E-S-Y, T-R-A-D-E-S-Y.com. And you can save $50 on your purchase of $200 or more with my code T-A-Y-L-O-R at checkout. And now to the podcast. The gag of it all is the first thing that comes out of the producer's mouth was obviously like, oh, that was so great. But 
oh, it was so funny when she asked you about your boyfriend. I was like, she asked me about a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, when? When did that happen? Oh, goes, my God. Oh, you didn't reply, but it was funny. She like made a facial expression and you just kept going. It was like you almost dodged the question. I was like, what? <laughs> so then I all of a sudden started freaking out. Right. Because I was like, how much of this did I not remember? And then I'm thinking back and I'm like, okay, the second recipe, the mac and cheese, I don't remember going through any of the steps. I do remember looking down and seeing I didn't use the flour. I didn't use the seasonings. So then I'm thinking, I didn't even do the second recipe. I, that's how much I blacked out. <laughs> So then I started questioning every part of my existence. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I just told myself, because I didn't remember things, that I did an awful, awful, awful job. And Listen, it was bad. And then, is that when you texted me? I texted you. I texted, um, I texted everyone. I, the driver drove me home and I'm like having a breakdown in the car with my mom saying, this just isn't for me. I'm going into real estate. Yep. <laughs> Yep, been there, been there. And no shade to real estate. Real estate's fucking awesome. Hence why we want to leave this insane yeah. industry we're in and go to real estate. I want to make money and work for myself. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Um, so so Joey is texting with me. And so I'm like trying to make him feel better. And I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. And then you sent me the actual like clip, which mm -hmm. bada bing, bada boom, easy to watch. It's like four minutes, four and a half minutes. Yeah. And I really, really watched it through. And Joey, you were like, I was beyond impressed and I'm not blowing smoke. If you sucked, I would have been like, oh my God, don't worry. It's not <laughs> good. But like you were making food, A, that's so hard and, do, and doing it in the, a lot of time in the segment, okay? Which is like so hard. You were also, ban you were delivering adorable jokes that I guess you practiced with your little pieces of paper, but kudos to you. Macaroni you, in a pot, how you ruin. I was like, here for these you jokes. Were like, you were like, you were so- on brand with Wendy's brand too, like delivering these cute little pop culture jokes, very timely. Yeah, like yeah. I, th truth, I think you deserve more laughs from Wendy, but she was so deep. She had her <laughs> labia so deep in the mac and cheese <laughs> that I don't, I don't like, don't take it as an insult, take it as a compliment. She was so into the food, which she should was. be, yeah. that she was like kind of missing your jokes, but you're like, but when you're, when you're throwing jokes and you're not getting a response, that also feels like shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, you were funny. You were keeping the segment moving. You were high energy. You did not come off as nervous. I didn't know that you had a thing with your bug eyes. I didn't notice <laughs> it at all. You were like, it was, I was so proud of you, Joey. Like, if I have, I, I've known you for a long time. Yeah. I've known that you to wear many hats in this industry, but I was like, oh, this, this is what he's made for. Like uh, it's live television, it's honey, scary. take that reel and pitch yourself to Food Network, baby doll, because that is where you uh, go. It was, I was so impressed. And also when Wendy was asking you questions, I was like, Wendy, shut up. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's doing stuff, you know? So, mm. so like on top of all those things, High energy, keeping it moving, making recipes that actually made sense. If you skip something, I didn't notice it. And all the while, nailing jokes, looking adorable, and being full-on interviewed, the most random interview I've ever heard in my life by Wendy, and keeping it going. <laughs> like, gold stars for day, A++++. I'm Thank so proud you. of you. You're so, so Okay, that means a lot coming from the queen of media. So, I mean, listen, I, and I was telling Joey, the sad thing about this is that I feel like, and I've been there too. Sometimes when we do the best job. So like, 
it's crazy because sometimes when you do like an eh job, you're like, nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get feedback and you're like, did it. Oh, it. shit. And then sometimes you just do like medium, which is probably where like most of us are always, mm-hmm. you know, it's always. like, it's good. It's not exceptional, but whatever. But for whatever reason, when you knock it out of the park, you think you suck the yes. most. I don't know it's what so it is. It's so true. I, when I did an HLN segment years ago, I came out of it being like, that was amazing. I own this shit. And then I saw the clip and I said the word absolutely nine times in two minutes. Like I was like Gia Gunn, the drag queen who's known for saying absolutely. That was me the entire segment. You know, when I was on tour with, St- so don't forget it was me, Stassi and Bo. So three on on stage talent. We couldn't find one fucking show where we all walked off being like, yeah, nailed it, nailed it. Cause it, there was always at least one of us that was like, I sucked. And it was like, our green room was like a funeral. Like after every show, cause somebody was in their feelings. Yeah. Usually me or Stassi, Bo was not like, you know, I did so bad, but like Stassi and I would really like vacillate back and forth between being like, you were so good. I was so bad. No, you were so good. I was so bad. Like, <laughs> it was like the, cra- it was it's it's so emotionally exhausting. Oh my you know? gosh. Yeah. I took a three hour nap afterwards because I, I believe was it, so honey. drained. I just I believe it. Every single fiber of my being was like unwoven and I just decompressed and died. So it was really cute. But I will say your compliments are amazing and I love you. Thank you so much. I mean, I have been severely dragged on YouTube and Instagram because please, of this gig. Please tell, please tell. People are people were saying that I was so rude and disrespectful. What? Yeah, because I ignored her question and that I refused to talk about Mama June stuff. Listen, I don't have tea on Mama June. I, this was right. like six years ago. I wish her the best and I'm glad she's sober and that's why I mentioned it. I want to give her props, but right. I don't, I don't, I'm not besties with her. So I just, but people are so mean. People are like, this was so awkward. I'm like, no, you know what's awkward is being a fucking like publicist turned cook who is doing his own publicity and has to make two recipes. It was three in four and a half minutes <laughs> when Wendy Williams is just asking random questions. You crawl out from your internet basement and you yes. do it, bitch. And you try right? to do a better job. So- <laughs> I don't know. It's hard though because it was a little bit triggering. Like P- I definitely get PTSD when people talk shit about me online because I was part of the whole, you know, when I was in seventh grade or fifth grade or whatever is when AOL came out. And when I was bullied as a kid, it was oh. always me being brought into like AOL chat rooms and people with anonymous screen names, like I aming me saying awful things. So it's very triggering for me. And I'm just, I'm such a people pleaser, even though I always say, I don't give a shit what people think about me, whatever. I dance to be my own, my own drum. Firm believer in that. But to read comments about you that are so inaccurate and wrong when yeah. they don't know the real story and all you want to do is defend yourself, but you can't, it's really jarring. And that's what does make me feel for some of these celebrities who are kind of thrown in the limelight last minute. And they're like, I don't know how to deal with this pressure. Like, I I get it. I get it. It really is. You know, I mean, I definitely get my fair share of internet bullying. And like, it's, it's usually like DMs or comments on Instagram don't even get me fucking started on Facebook. Like just I like <laughs> in its totality, there's like, um, there was a while ago where there was a video done by Betches. Hannah Burner was, um, she like directed it. Yeah. Um, and another friend of the show, Jesse Jollis, she like, she, she played Facebook. So it was 
if social media were people. So mm-hmm. they each cast, they cast somebody to play each one. So Snapchat, I don't know, was it played by Mary Beth Barone? I can't remember, but it was like, if it wasn't Mary Beth Barone, it was some, a girl that like looked like her, but it was like Snapchat was just naked, just like a <laughs> naked girl. And then Twitter was like, um, you know, Wedding Crashers, the brother who like is like, I painted you. Yes, the gay brother. Yes. So Twitter looked just like him. Okay. Like, Dark black hair, like 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 hanging in his face, like a weird like Harry Potter scarf wrapped around, just being like, like not even speaking, just like like hissing like a lizard because that is Twitter. It's just like so dark. Yeah. And then it was LinkedIn, which was like, here is my resume, like very professional. And then, but the best two hands down were Instagram, played by Hannah Burner, and Facebook, played by Jesse Jaws. So Instagram was just like pretty and well lit and had like a fan fucking blowing from God knows where from the heavens above. And was just like, everything's great. Your fire emojis. Like, you know, like very superficial and vapid and all about like image and just like fakeness. Yeah. But Facebook, God, Jesse Jaws nailed it. It was like, Facebook was like, you know, like wearing some like awful floral print shirt. You know what I mean? (laughs) And was like, this is my husband. These are my children. This is what I'm making for lunch today. I read an article and it agrees with all of my thoughts. Therefore, it is the truth. If you disagree with me, I hate you. And it was like, and that's Facebook in a nutshell, people. Yeah. It really is. And I know Facebook is still like a powerhouse. I know it owns Instagram, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying? Like, it really is how all these different platforms, though, they really, they cultivate like their own personality. For sure. It really is. Like, I don't really, I, I'm, I'm, I am a voyeur on TikTok. Like, I like to find the videos and then post them to my Instagram usually, but mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not like, in the comment section on TikTok and I'm not making TikToks. I made one and like, it was so hard. I, I mean, like my brain is much. not, I have, my brain has aged out of TikTok. I would Same. love to learn, but I, quite frankly, it's a spectator sport as far as I'm concerned. I agree. <laughs> but it really, I, I, I've heard the community there is like pretty positive, pretty positive. Mm-hmm. I think it's like in the same line as Instagram, mm-hmm. but here's something I don't fucks with. I don't fucks with YouTube. So I don't know oh. what's like on YouTube because that's where your bigger problem the worst. was, right? I think YouTube is worse than Facebook. Oh, no! you can be completely anonymous. Facebook, you're behind a profile. Yes, you can make um, a fake profile. You can make, um, uh, so many people do. By the way, what? you know what? It's, know. it's like a disturbing anthropological study on how many people have troll accounts. Like you really, yes. you, you have that much time in your day to I go know. make an additional account. So that you can, what, be mean to people anonymously? It's crazy. That's the other thing, too. I was get, I kept getting these anonymous messages. They're always anonymous. Well, they're on never, Instagram. people, they're, they're catfish accounts. Yeah. Well, it was like blank profiles on Instagram. But the gag was a lot of these people were very homophobic. And I was like, there you go. what homophobe, though, is watching Wendy, Wendy Williams? Williams? Like, you are self-hating. <laughs> Wendy, like, is a drag queen. You know what I mean? Wendy's a drag queen. And it's just- I mean that as a compliment, FYI. Like, I don't know, for, oh, for sure. Like yeah. what all drag queens would aspire to be. But 
I was gagged over that. I was like, she appeals to a gay audience. Yes, what the hell are you doing watching it? Like literally these are gay people just they hate themselves and they hated seeing a gay guy who I guess looked confident in his gayness you on television honey. and they went in for me and I was like, okay, but I don't acknowledge. I'm just like, Oh, bless you. Like, you just hate yourself. And the number sorry. one rule is never read the comments. I know, but the I number just... Number one rule. I know, I know, I know, I know it's hard. And also when you can't trust your own gut, you need to see, like, the validation elsewhere. But I can guarantee every time you go seeking validation, you will get the opposite. For sure. I actually... Especially because, like, yeah. when you nail it, that's when the real trolls come out because they're so angry that you did good. They're like, if you sucked, they probably would leave you alone and feel bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> But Taylor, I did the one thing that as a publicist, I told my talent, my clients to never do. And that is to comment on a video of you or any or respond to anything on social media when people are saying negative things. I just felt like I had to. So no. on YouTube, I know it's I'm on the fire. Rookie mistake. <laughs> I just felt like I had to bring clarity because I didn't want people to think I was disrespectful. But all I posted on YouTube was, hi, <laughs> I did not hear the question about the boyfriend. If anything, I'm an open book and I would have asked Wendy to set me up with somebody. That yes. would have been the joke. So like, and I said at the end, like, the, the stupidest fucking thing. And I said, spread love. <laughs> You're so gay. <laughs> but people are up liking it or whatever they do on YouTube. They're giving it thumbs up. Okay, um, good. Honey, but, all that matters is the views, honey. All that yeah. matters is the views. But I just was so, like... Then I was second guessing everything I did because I was like, oh, okay, there's what I did. And then there's perception by the masses. What did I actually come across as? And was it, you know, disrespectful and rude? And I was like, oh, shit. So then I was overanalyzing everything beyond after it aired. You know, even all my friends, everyone's like reassuring me. No, you are fine. You You literally were were dealt a hand and you worked with it and you did great. But I just, oh. I don't know. It affected me. It affected me. Would I, I go back though? 100%. Because again, I think her staff is amazing. I I knew what I was getting into. Also, this is the first time you were like doing banter with her on, on like on live television. Like Ever. you'll eventually get a cadence. Like I have a bunch of friends who've been on Wendy a lot. Like, yeah. and you just develop a, um, a cadence with her, you know? It's and I want to go back on because the first thing I want to say is Wendy... <laughs> There was some controversy. I have a boyfriend. I I just want to go on the record and say, I am single AF. And if you have someone in mind, set me up with them. Thanks, girl. And also, if you ask me another question while I'm cooking, repeat it seven times or come over to my ear. and Well, I guess you can't because of COVID. But like, scream it. (laughs) Exactly. If I don't answer you, I'm not being shady. I'm just like literally drowning in this pot of macaroni and cheese. Macaroni in a pot. I'm drowning in a vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Joey, so before I let you go, please give us a good recipe. Like that's, you know, well, today is Thanksgiving. So if people are listening to this early, then they might have a chance to run out and get some recipes. But also- Maybe we want to think about like what people can be doing with the leftovers. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And I was going to say though, I think- Actually, the truffle mac and cheese that I made on Wendy Williams would be an amazing side dish. You know, we're always thinking of potato au gratin and, you know, all these, you know, starchy sides that, frankly, are just played out and overdone. I'm with you. And a a truffle mac and cheese, you nine times out of ten will have the ingredients because it's just pasta, cream and milk, and freaking cheese. 
a right. flower. Like, that's it. And Can you really use, like, any cheese when it comes to it? 100%. I mean, some are better than others. Like, I go for a fontina because it melts a lot easier. Okay. But if you stick most cheeses in a pot, they're going to freaking melt. It's more of just, like, a texture thing in your mouth. And I always like to do a blend. And like Wendy said, my macaroni and cheese isn't super heavy and cheesy. It's actually a lighter cheese. I wanted the truffle to shine. And you should use truffle butter instead of truffle oils because most truffle oils are synthetic. We don't like her because you want to see those like flecks of truffle in it and know you're getting premium quality product. But if you so, don't have truffle butter. If you don't have truffle butter, you find do truffle oil or get that like seasoning. It's like, I think it's called Sabatino's or whatever that Oprah's okay. obsessed with. It's truffle zest. Yes. Oh, put that on top. So good. And then would you have any good ideas for like what you can do with a shit ton of leftovers the next day? I mean, I am always down for a Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Yes. People, they're you, ugh, so underrated. People do not understand. You've got the gravy, which you can- I actually use. don't know how to make it. I'm going to be honest. Oh my gosh. I've, I have never, my mom makes them for me because I'm a widow, baby. Yeah. But yeah. I don't have my mommy this year because of COVID. So like, you need to teach me how to make a Thanksgiving. So, how, how? You need to start with- I hate actually traditional Thanksgiving food. I hate okay. turkey. I think it's disgusting. It's boring, bland, over it. We're over her. But you, you can do this with any protein. <laughs> But this is what you do. Take bread, put some mayonnaise, some of the cranberry jelly, put that, spread that on your bread, and then take your stuffing and take your turkey, put that on the bread, and then you're going to take that leftover gravy and you're going to use it as a jus. Um, yeah, you can add a little bit more broth to make it a little bit thinner and you're going to dip that sandwich into that jus and have a whole Thanksgiving experience in your mouth the next day in sandwich form. It is amazing. (laughs) Joey, are you hard right now? Because I feel Um, you are. I have like a a raging semi. (laughs) (laughs) The way you just talked about that, jus. Oh man, jus, you. I just like to say that word. It's a fun word, jus. (laughs) Jus. (laughs) Um, God, I love Thanksgiving. Well, you guys, Uh, Joey, thank you so much for joining me, my love. And spilling the tea on yourself, truly. uh, Yeah, this was just basically me (laughs) spilling my own tea. But like, this uh, is the thing. I mean, tis the season. And you guys, you know what I'm talking about. You're going to see gift guides on like these daytime talk shows. You're going to see cooking segments. And, you know, just think about the people that are there doing it for Actually, I was going to say for free because the Today Show is free. But guess what, honey? Wendy pays. After. And that's, and, and Joey didn't tell me that. I know that through like, like friends who've been like, you got to go on Wendy because she pays so much. So <laughs> yeah. like, shout out to Wendy Williams for fucking paying because a lot of people on daytime yeah. pay absolutely nothing. Yeah. So like, Wendy follows uh, union laws. So they pay a day rate because um, of After. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. There you go. Other, other shows, it's more, it's considered promotion. So. Oh, um. blah. You know, <laughs> come on. Pay the people. Pay the they're, people. They're sweating under the pressure. Yeah. They, have, like, they, they need to use that money to pay for their therapy afterwards. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's like, it is a, it's kind of a thankless job, you know? So thank yeah. you for doing the, the Lord's work, Joey. You're, you're welcome, America. <laughs> America. You know what? I just have to say a side note. It really blows my mind because I was talking about this with my mom about my dad's office. My dad's a doctor. He's an eye surgeon, but he also does like cosmetic. Um, and the cosmetic patients are great. Botox is like, they're like, they pay out of pocket, like, and they, you know, they, they're so happy to get the Botox. They're so happy that, 
you know, my parents keep it a secret and they let them pay in cash or whatever so that their husbands don't know. Um, but the medical side of the business, my mom's like, it's unbelievable when you tell somebody they have a copay. They lose their fucking mind. And she's like, I have never in my life, like, I'm just like, in what other business in the world are you like, hey, like, like you go to a coffee shop and you get like a coffee and a bagel and then someone's like, oh yeah, so you owe like, whatever, $6.95. And yeah. they're like, you're charging me for this. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a business. Like yeah. you pay for services rendered, but she said because of insurance companies, like the truth is the insurance companies are putting the doctors and the patients against each other when mm -hmm. we should be working together against them. Totally. Like the only other industry I can think about where people are like, pay? <laughs> Entertainment. Entertainment. Right? Because yeah. even though they pay for their cable bill, Wendy mm -hmm. feels free. Does that make sense? Yep. And they... You, even when you're talent, they're like, this is going to advance your career. You don't need the money. This is just a stepping stone. And it's like, bitch, I just spent my whole day in the studio. Give me my money. It's feast <laughs> or famine up in this business. It and sure right is. now, we're pretty much living in the famine portion. <laughs> hoping <sighs> to get to that feast. Well, not after Thanksgiving. I'll be feasting for days. <laughs> well, if you can't feast on money... In fame, we can feast on food. That's how I cope with my. <laughs> there issues. you go. So, there thank you God go. it's Thanksgiving. Thank Joey. Thank you so much for joining. I love you. And you guys, uh, don't forget, Joey has a great book. It makes a great holiday gift. It's called Basic Bitchin', and you can get it anywhere that you can get books. It's fabulous. My favorite thing, especially because it's like Weight Watchers friendly, is your banana ice cream and the, I did the yes. ice cream. I, I, I try to make it sound like it's in like uh, parentheses, it's ice cream, frozen banana. <laughs> yeah, but it's healthy. Good. Yeah. It's healthy. Great late night snack. Um, I'm guilt I'm free, guilt free, guilt free. I'm telling you. So basic bitchin. And you can also follow Joey on social media. He's adorable. You should at Joey Skladani. Anything else? No, thank you. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Um, <laughs> You guys, that is it for us this week. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Hopefully you get to spend some time with a couple friends, a quarantine crew, a couple of family members. Um, but just stay safe, stay happy, stay full. And make sure to share this with your friends, people. Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. That's how you pay me, right? I mean, hey, it's free. It's true. Rate, review, subscribe. I appreciate it. I look at it as a tip and it means the world to me. And also while you're at it, follow me at Taylor Strecker. And if you are with your family members, just like steal their fucking phones, put it in front of their face when they're passed out drunk, and then like go follow them from, follow me from their account. I would appreciate <laughs> that. I gotta get those numbers up, at Taylor Strecker. You guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. Until next week, bye girl, bye. <laughs>